Welcome to My Secret Place Devotional with Oyit Alfred. My Secret Place, dwelling with the Father, going deeper in His Word for truth and the light from above. Be transformed in My Secret Place. Good morning. It's great to have you join me today at my sacred place devotion. We're going to pray for one of the key ingredients you need to function today, and that is grace. Grace simply means unmerited favor or put in another way, undeserved help or unqualified blessing. Something you are not qualified for, something you do not merit. It is amazing. The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8, that God is able to make all grace abound towards you. So there are different kinds of grace, but the Bible says God is able to release all grace. So what grace do you need for today? Where do you want the help of God today? Let's pray. Ask him for it. Father, we bless you for today. And Lord, I thank you for making grace available, Lord. I ask for your grace to be released in different areas over your children, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Big question for today. Why did Jesus come? One of the common reasons we know and we usually would say is that Jesus came to seek and to save the lost. Luke 19 verse 10 is a great place to reference. It says, for the son of man came to seek and save the lost. The way most people interpret this particular verse is that Jesus came to save the lost, to die for the sinner. And then Jesus is also the one going to go up and down, saving the lost. And that is not true. If that is the interpretation that you have of this verse, that Jesus is supposed to die for our sins and at the same time also be the one to get people to be actually saved then you do not have the full interpretation of that verse. It is a partnership work. This verse in Luke 19 verse 10 is a partnership work. There is division of labor in this thing. So Jesus is meant to do the spiritual part, but we as his children are meant to do the physical part of this division of labor. As a matter of fact, Jesus actually is not supposed to be the one to lead people to himself. He's not the one to win souls. He's not the one to go and save the lost. Jesus' part is to go on the cross, die, pay for the sins of all the people on planet earth. That is his side. Our own side in the equation is to go and tell people that your sins have been paid for. You don't have to live this way anymore and get people into the kingdom of God. As a matter of fact, Jesus actually led less than 150 people to the kingdom of God. I know because the only time that people were able to receive Jesus into their heart is after Jesus had died and resurrected and he only did it once. In the book of John chapter 20, the Bible tells us about the disciples, you know, sitting in a room and then Mary Magdalene, who had been the first person to see Jesus resurrected, came and told them, oh, I've seen the master, he's risen. And while they were still there, the Bible says that the disciples who Jesus had met on the road to Emmaus, they actually came in. Remember, the Bible tells us in Luke 24 about two of Jesus' disciples. One was named Cleopas. We were not given the name of the other one. They were walking on the road to Emmaus and then they had an encounter with Jesus and, you know, Jesus talked with them. The Bible said that those two now came again to the place where the disciples were sitting. Let's read it from John 20 verse 19. Then the same evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for the fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst and said unto them, Peace be unto you. 
So Mary Magdalene had already told them that Jesus was risen. These disciples from Emmaus had also told them that Jesus was risen. And then while they were sitting down there that same evening, Jesus came and spoke to them. We were not told how many disciples. I know there were more than 12 because normally when it's only the 12, the Bible referred to them as the apostles. But when other people are in the room, the Bible will say the disciples of Jesus because Jesus actually had about 500 disciples. So here we're not told the specific number. But, you know, when they were all seated in verse 22, he said, and when he has said this, he breathed on them and said, receive ye the Holy Ghost. This was the only time that Jesus was one that physically, directly caused the Holy Ghost to enter into the heart of men. At this point, the disciples got saved. This is the first time that they received Jesus into their heart, not just standing with them, but now into their heart. After that, Jesus did not physically lead anybody into the kingdom of God. It is the job of you and I to do that. So Jesus of the spiritual path, we do the physical part of coming to seek and save the lost. That's why in Matthew 28, when Jesus was going, the mandate he gave them, he said, and Jesus came and spoke unto them saying, all power is given unto me in heaven and on earth. So I've done my part. I've received the power. Verse 19 says, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all the things that I have commanded you and I will be with you always at the end of the age. So this is the mandate we're supposed to continue what Jesus started. Mark 16, 15 also tells us to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Question, what if you choose to ignore this? What if you decide, well, I'm not a pastor, so I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to do it. They're not talking to me. I'm just going to get born again, go to church, live my Christian life, and not really do anything about seeking and saving the lost. Guess what Jesus says about you? Matthew 12, 30, whoever is not with me is against me. And whoever does not gather with me scatters. So what it means is that if you are not directly involved in gathering souls for Jesus Christ, Jesus says you are scattering. That also means you are against Jesus. Can you imagine? You're a Christian, you go to church, and you don't even know that the record over your life is that you are against Jesus. Because if I tell you you are against Jesus, you're going to be very upset. You say, no, I'm not against Jesus. I'm his child. But the Bible is saying here that if you are not gathering with me, then you are actually scattering. He says, whoever is not with me in this assignment is against me. Luke eleven twenty three also captures the same sentiment. He said, whoever is not with me is against me and whoever does not gather with me scatters. So as long as you are not gathering, unknown to you, you are actually scattering what the Lord is doing. And in Mark chapter 9 verse 40, he said, for whoever is not against us is for us. What does it mean to be against Jesus? It means being against bringing men to the kingdom. So if you are not directly involved in seeking and saving the lost, there is really no reason for you to celebrate the coming of Jesus. Because what exactly are you celebrating? You are against him. You are against why he came here and you are not even doing what he asked you to do. He asked us, talk to people about me. Go out of your way. Go and seek the lost. Go and save the lost. Tell them about me. And it means that you are with me, you are for me, and you are actually gathering. This is the reason Jesus came. He came to give us an assignment to live for. Every other thing you're doing on planet Earth, it won't count. The day your eyes close on planet Earth, Jesus won't ask you about your career or your business or your finance or all those things. He's only going to ask you how your business advances kingdom, how your career advances kingdom, what you did concerning bringing the lost into the kingdom, what you did concerning your purpose and your assignment here on planet Earth. The other question he will ask you is about your purity and your righteousness and holiness life. These are the two things that will matter when your eyes close here on planet Earth. So Christmas is all about fulfilling your God-given mandate. Do you want to hear God for 2023? 
Do you want to walk into the year not really knowing the broadcast of heaven, what heaven is saying over the planet Earth and over your life? So if you really want to hear God, I want to invite you to this conference. It's happening in January, January 3rd. It's in Lagos. The address is the Podium Event Center. It's on Lekki Road between Lekki Phase 1 and Lekki Phase 2. You want to be there. The time is 5 p.m. GMT plus 1. Come there and hear God for 2023. I will be ministering alongside with Victoria Renze and it will be an amazing and incredible time with the Lord. Start the year in so much power. It will carry throughout the year. For more details, you can get the details on our website www.mspdevotion.org you can check on my instagram page you also get the details even on our youtube uh, the details are all there thank you god bless you enjoy the rest of the day for other life-changing messages you can download the app rev oyik speaks from play store for android phone users or the ios store for apple users you can also follow us on instagram YouTube, and Telegram, all on the handle Oyeeks Alfred. Thank you so much for listening. Have a blessed day.